Podcast with me and my brother, the Book of Ronin. Get ready for episode five. Episode five, FNP Podcast. That's Foundational Manhood Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Foundational Manhood Podcast. Shout out to my brother, the Book of Ronin, and here's your five-minute firewatch. Hey, shout out to my brother and the people out there. Ladies, fellas, we have to really assess the cost of equality. For everyone who's demanding their entitlements, aka rights, have we really seriously considered what was what's being left? Far too many want to claim that they're strong and independent but when we look at it 
you say, congratulations, you're a fucking adult now. You can do the things that many men have been doing since the beginning of time. Now, granted, it's good to see product productivity out of at least most sensible, solid women. But in most cases, you got individuals who take things a little too far. Some women prefer to leave with a wallet, just as a lot of these tricks do. But the difference is now, since you want to bring everybody to the cookout, what happens when you're put out of your own cookout? We could play about control, cultural appropriation. We could play about a whole heap of things. But the thing is, when it comes to your rights, you have to have a level of empathy and understanding of why you defend said things, why you prevent certain things. Now things are haywire. You got chicks who figure, like, I can do anything a man can do. Look at what's happening at the NBA versus the WNBA. WNBA is taking at least a $10 million loss every season. It's all about interest. Generating views. And the thing is, while you're doing your thing, that's cool. Think about what's being left behind. Now you got Zestianas, shout out to my brother, and Decepticons, who you accepted in your ranks, or at least had some level of support. Now you're seeing the backlash of many things. Many individuals are getting graped on the low. Many uh, of these Decepticons are putting hands on you. Meanwhile, while you're calling these guys out here dusty and there, while there are some out there, many of you who have fought for the right to show your stinking asses are often getting left behind. Aside from these dudes out here who are out here panhandling for pussy, ladies, you have to be very mindful of why and how important men are. You can't say you're the prize when everybody has finger fucked the whole box like Cracker Jack boxes. It's a reassessment of your worth. So if you're if you're femininely challenged, if you're illiterate to what you are supposed to bring to the conversation. You're not a boss. You're not a bad bitch. You're not all these things that you claim to be. Because you're being left aside far better options and if you want to sit there and throw your dick on the table guys with sense and value would rather be left the fuck alone because he can find other options elsewhere so in closing you gotta fully assess the cost of equality because nowadays when you put your hands on somebody someone will you know respect your rights and they're given lefts, feet, and all other things that come with it, too. That's been your five-minute fire watch. Something to think about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to you, bro. Um, excellent five-minute fire watch. I'm uh, definitely glad you, you spoke on that because with today's topic, with today's show, on today's episode, we will be talking about the rise of Zestiana. <laughs> and what, pray tell, is a Zestiana? <laughs> and this is why I'm glad you brought up the whole gender rights thing, because hmm. just in case y'all don't know, a Zestiana is a transsexual. And today... We are in the age of the tranny where trannies are actually being represented in the black community more than black women. Yeah. And this is why we have to speak on this topic, bro, because I'm noticing the onslaught on the image of black women, but the rise of P Valley. Mm. <laughs> And 
I don't know if you saw the show, bro, but Pete, the guy, Uncle, his name's Uncle Clifford. So, so we have, so we have a madam. Oh man, we have a transsexual madam. Yeah. Look how confusing that is. You have a madam who has a penis. And a beard <laughs> and a six pack and a booty. Wow. <laughs> wow. So and and the nigga knows how to work the pole. Mega pause. <laughs> Mega pause. Now look at how. Look how misleading this could be to the young men who are allowed to watch this. Because today, what is promoted and what has always been promoted to black men, but the entertainment life. Yeah. And what a lot of you guys don't understand is the the leaders and the forerunners of your nightlife tonight is Uncle Clifford's. It's no longer women. It's no longer straight masculine men. It's the Zestiana. It's your Uncle Clifford's who run your strip clubs, who, who bring in the booty models to the videos and all of that. It's the Uncle Clifford's. It's the Saucy Santana's. It's these guys. Or things. <laughs> and this has to be discussed, bro, because we know that a lot of our young men, or let's not even just say a lot of our young men today, people in general are, Im are, Im are impressed upon by TV. Yeah. And what they think is popular. So now, if they are making the transsexual black man the leading black man on television, what do you think that tells a regular kid who 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 not even sure if 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 he's okay with being who he is now? You know this this shit goes a lot deeper than what people think it is you know people just say it's just a tv show no 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 it's but right because of the programming so touch on that bro because a lot of people think it's just tv um <clears throat> number one i i've only seen half an episode of p Valley. like nah i'm good <laughs> i'm cool <laughs> i can't do it uh but you've seen this over the decades i mean you see with flip wilson with geraldine all in the movies where you're seeing guys wearing dresses or promoting it. Um, being with sports, you had Charles Barkley, you had Grandma Ma, you, um, you name it, you've seen it. And then you've seen things as far as like with the whole Tyler Perry Chitlin circuit. Grown ass six foot something dude out in drag and then making it cool. I mean, I've always sat there and thought disturbing. And now you got uh, Zestiana's in the classrooms of kids' classrooms, reading to them, teaching to them, programming them early. And they're letting it be known for the most part, parents don't have too much to say or have a say in that programming. Which really, when you're a child, you should be worrying about understanding the basics of life. Not sexuality at that, especially on that level. That's something else. But just learning how to function and understand, you know, the surroundings, least maneuver in society as a child. But and plus, it's part giving the middle finger of nuclear families. But that's what I'm saying. And I'm glad you brought that part up, bro, because this this will be. You know, 
the destruction of the nuclear family because now there is no dad. Dad, not only are we dealing with fatherless homes, but now we got to deal with the father who doesn't want to be a man. What about those men? And what about those men who still want to have children, but they're not going to behave or to show their sons or their daughters what it is to have a father in their life because their father don't even know or, or, or he doesn't even show the full spectrum of being a father. And, 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 and I'm saying this because these younger guys, they, they really don't know what a dad looks like because a lot of their dads were, were gone. So let's, let's, let's talk about guys like, like flame, bro. I watched the interview with Flame, Flame Monroe. And he says that when he's with his children, he's dad. When he's entertaining and making money, he's Flame. But today, these men they found a way to bring the two together and to have people accept that shit. Where in the interview with Flame, Flame was saying that he's not trying to get acceptance from the world. He has never tried. That was just the lifestyle that he wanted to live. And he didn't care if nobody chose to accept it or not. So what do you think about that, bro? Do you think that this lifestyle should be publicized or should it be something that people just do when they want to do them in that way? If anything, um, I can respect I can respect a flame stance and honesty on that. At least one of the few who who do that. But there are those who tiptoe around not honest about what they really are or what they're really on. <clears throat> and that that's problematic right there. At least Flame and a number of others can stand on what they stand on. Let you know what it is. Now, if you choose to indulge in that, then you, you have to be accountable what comes with it. But this lifestyle is basically being forced out here. Because you notice um, I've seen people put on things like straight uh straight pride that gets some pushback or you get uh limited access or denied access because you're not team zestiana that's the new wave now so you had to get down and <laughs> or lay down literally nowadays so when i when i see it it's just like They see the kids as an opportunity to change everything. Like basically nullify the voice of the fathers, especially, or mothers who, who want to see the benefits in both having a mother and a uh, father, or actually the nuclear family working, and then come up with this hodgepodge of confusion, goofiness. Because they don't even talk about the mental health of the Zestianas or what they deal with their uh, self-deletion rates and things of that nature. That's supposed to be set in the back burner. But like the rap videos, they try to make this lifestyle cool while getting you blind to the reality of what was really going on from that stuff. And I'm glad you brought that up too, bro, because, you know, a lot of a, a lot of this stuff is not being um talked about you know in detail it's 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 just being promoted and publicized as a trendy 
cool little thing to be a part of. And people don't know the nightmares that these black men experience, the nightmares that that these that these men have to go through on a daily basis. You know, not just not just uh being you know sexually disenfranchised, but being black men and being on that side of the spectrum also. You see, these these guys are not um they're not they're not speaking on how they are still evenly racially profiled. Yeah. They still deal with the constant threat of extinction. They still deal with high incarceration rates and committing crimes. A lot of these Zestianas are criminals. Yeah. yeah. They're out here, they're out here doing bank fraud. They're out here, um, they're out here running prostitution rings. Yeah. So what I want you black men to understand is, is don't think that you run into the Zestiana lifestyle is going to save you. Because as I always say, bro, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. Wherever you try to run, there you are, black man. So don't think that um you're going to be safe because you in P-Valley. <laughs> because the same shit is in P Valley for black men. That is is that it is in the regular world for any other black men. You got police. You got disease. You got crime. You got prostitution. You got all drug use, abuse, all of that shit. So 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 if 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 you a black man and 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 you consider yourself a Zestiana, don't don't think that um you're safe. And don't promote it as this is the lifestyle that black men should be a part of because this is actually what's popping. Stop doing that shit. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because the thing is, like, I told you the story before we went out um, on a business vacation. Um, I think it was like a, a day or two before flying out. And... This Zestiana got in the car. I'm talking about a tall Kevin Garnett built one. Pushed the seat back. I mean, like uh, the passenger seat. And then, like, first of all, why are you sitting up front anyway? Usually everybody sits in the back. But then just started to talk about, you know, all these these questions seen about, you know, you know, what's what side of town I'm from, all this, all these invasive personal questions. And like, Look, you good? I mean, like, this you? Oh, yeah, man, that's 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 me. I'm like, look, I'm cool. Then this little Zestiana put <laughs> put his big ass hand on my lap trying to feel my dick. And I nearly well uh, while I was reaching for the, the knife that was uh in the side of the door, I nearly ran into an incoming car. It was a split second with that light. So the moral of the story is like while you guys out there who entertain these Estianas think it's cool, bad situations happen when you get mistaken identity, thinking everybody's with that shit and they're not. Cause some do force their hand, literally. They try to, you know, think it's cool doing what they do. And some of these dudes that uh, he was going to see, those are dudes who was out there pushing that weight, drug dealers. So that lets you know every dude that you think is, you know, holding the block, old thug down and everything like that, he getting dug out too. We're doing the digging. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that part up too, bro, because you know on, on P Valley, Uncle Clifford, the guy that we're looking at right here on the thumbnail, <laughs> his boyfriend is a dude named Little Murder. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh man. <laughs> and, and, and 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 see this is this is this is why I really don't like the show either because it's just more negative media portrayal about black men because the show reinforces the down low lifestyle of black men. 
where they accuse street dudes or pookies and Ray Rays to be down low homosexual men. Yeah. But as I said on, on, on the show, bro, when do you hear about the down low white boy? When do you hear about the down low Asian man? When do you hear about the down the the the, the down low goddamn um Indian Indian man? But 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 there's always a down low black man. Yeah. Whenever you hear the term DL, it's predicated to black men. Yeah. And and I don't like that they're constantly reinforcing this narrative because what it's doing is it's telling the future generations of black men that hey we know you're probably gay and you could be you could be straight as a goddamn straight line yeah but when you but when you walk into this establishment we in the back of our mind we still think you gay black man so not only do we think you a criminal and you want to kill people and you want to sell drugs and you want to abuse people, but you also a homosexual. And this is the problem that I have with shit like that. Because what is it telling the minds of, of, of the future women, even the women, the young girls who watch the shit? What is it telling them about black men? That all black men are like Uncle Clifford and like Little Murder? So if you can't get an Uncle Clifford, get you a little murder, get you a little gay street nigga, which a lot of young black women are caught up with today. The Zestiana. In the daytime, he's spinning blocks, shoot him up, bang, bang. At night, he's he, his nickname is Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we have to speak on this because this shit has become a, a pandemic. Where do you think the monkeypox is coming from? The zesties, these homeless zesties. Bro, yeah. I just told you I had to relocate. Yeah. Back into a place where I lived when I was in middle school. Bro, just, just riding down these streets, bro. Hmm. It's like there's a, it's like a, when you see young homeless black men, bro, mm -hmm. they all got on goddamn tights out here. Oh man. If he homeless and black, he's zesty and he young, not a, not an older guy. Like that's maybe like in his forties or fifties. But if he like, if he anywhere from his twenties to about my age, bro, and he homeless, he's zesty. He's zesty. Yo, bro, I'm glad you brought that up because we didn't talk about that a while ago, too. Um, and here in Indianapolis, I'm not, I'm not, I'm less than five minutes away from, you know, this, this block, basically a strip where Caucasian men and others will come slumming and pay young black men, even had it airbrushed on uh, sidewalks. Buildings, some they try to cover up on some other stuff, but did a video on that a long time last year, and it's been up for years before I even did it. And yeah, there's like in minding your own business, you'll get you get them so casual that some of those dudes will sit there and try to solicit men who they find out are straight, but that's how frequent the, the craziness is going. And then, two with this negative media portrayal. You always have not just the women, but people in general second guessing the need or even the validity of a nuclear family. It's always that shadow of doubt. He's out there tipping out there, having a boyfriend or whatever. It's that level of distrust. It's that it's that that's what keeps any solid relationship, be it platonic or even an actual relationship or social. It always leaves it in doubt. He, he's up to something and it makes us look like outright uncontrollable deviants or su uh, super predators as somebody would say that's true that's true bro and and 
what that does is is that that shows and proves that there is an agenda behind the Zestiana. Because if you notice, why isn't the transsexual white male plastered all over the television, plastered all over the internet? The white male transsexual is respected. He's revered. And he's not sm he's not smacked all over your blog sites like a piece of goddamn trash. But once again, these black men don't see how they're being abused and still being treated like shit. They think that they're being treated better because they're in the magazine. When no, they're whoring you out just like they whored out straight black men. If so not whether you're zesty or whether you're straight. To these people, you are who you are. Go ahead, bro. Well, um, I'm glad you read through the image because most times when they do show those of uh, uh, different ethnicities, mainly uh, Caucasian ones, they're they're more refined. They 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 have a, I guess, a sense of elegance. That's what they want to project. But it's the image is everything. And you'll have a few out there who are out there loud, wild, next to like, but you you don't see them in number like that other or in spurts but when it comes to black zestianas they're loud proud and out there making a lot of noise even if you go down here to mass ave and i told you one night i was just driving and seeing seeing this dude look like Jalen brown no there's no disrespect Jalen brown but <laughs> dude was walking down the street box everything like hey how you doing well, okay cool and then he saw Whoever he, he knew, he ran and jumped in this man's arms and wrapped his legs around his back in the middle of the street. I'm like, God damn. This, this, it, it's, there's no running from this shit. No running. This shit is crazy. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I said it, it. It's a pandemic, bro, because look at how and they don't want to tell they don't want to say that it's coming from the rise of the zestiana monkeypox you 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 now have a um black men leading in std rates why why do you think this is this occurs then let's not forget the drug usage of the zesty yeah let's not forget that can't forget that poppers, uh, you you name it, all kind of crazy stuff to suppress certain things. That's where it leads down to the mental health part too. But again, they promote this glamorous lifestyle, just like with the videos. You start finding out, you know, they're leasing cars and living lifestyles. Same thing in this case, except that the stakes are a lot higher. Disease. You know, everything you think about it. And it's not to sit there and just fully suppress it. There's, there's you know, Zestianas there who, I guess, maintain themselves. But look on the average. It's out there. You can't. I mean, out here, you're just seeing guys with green hair. You know, like, and we saw that Revenge of the Nerds years ago. Like, I thought that was crazy. Who would think that'd be damn near the normal now? You know, dude's thugged out and got a feather in his ear and doing cartwheels down the street banging like nigga. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, it is. It, I, I honestly think it's a it's another way to try to put it out there as if black men are not the epitome of what masculinity is. See, no matter what they do to black men, at the end of the day, every woman in the world knows that when you're speaking about masculinity and manhood, you're always referring to black men. Yeah. And white men and other groups of men have always felt some type of way about that because their women feel that way about black men. So they've always had a concerted effort, um, mostly the white man. Mm -hmm. has went out his way to show black women 
that your man ain't as masculine as you think. Yeah. Yeah. And if we are controlling the media and the image of your man, we're going to put it out there as if this is how your man really is. He ain't strong. He ain't resilient. That nigga like laying on his back. <laughs> you see? And this is why we have to push back against this. Because this is warfare. Propaganda is warfare. Yes, sir. And what is and 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 the propaganda is is always been what it what it is now. It's not gonna change. Show the world that black men ain't shit, black men ain't men, black men are not strong, black men are slaves, black men are weak, black men are everything y'all say all other men are. That's black men. That's what they're trying to show the world with this stuff. Black men are not that strong. Black men are fronting like they're strong. Black men are not really masculine. They're really feminine. They really want to be women. Yeah. This is why we have to speak up against this and push back against this bullshit. Yeah. Because once again, it's a way to exterminate black men. That is true. Because, I mean, you think about in our history, I mean, for for who knows how long we were known for opposing environment and coming out of shit. They wondered, damn, we didn't throw all kinds of things at them. Now they're trying to convince mainly us to oppose our masculinity. Once you do all that, that's where everything goes to shit. Because when it comes to women, they nurture their environment. So if you have a guy, I mean, if you have Zestiana Nation out here, you got guys who are just flimsy with their masculinity. What does it say about the next generations, their sons? What agendas can be pushed when this is achieved or when they're trying to achieve that? What does it say? What it actually should tell us is it's time for us to stop allowing television to babysit our children. Yeah. Because see, I know what what I know what some of the pushback is going to be about this, bro. Well, you you can't blame the TV. You got to raise your child. Nigga, you grew up watching SpongeBob. Shut up. Your mama put you in front of SpongeBob and went upstairs and kept watching the goddamn Love and the Restless. Shut your ass up. TV raised you. TV raised us all. We watched Flintstones. We watched Animaniacs. We watched all that shit. Ren and we Stimpy. just don't know how it affected us. If you think back, Ren and Stimpy, they had some like moist overtones. Come on, bro. Beavis and Butthead were yeah. two perverts. Yeah. Two fucking perverts, bro. Me and my cousins love that show. Yeah. They were two pervs. Two perv white boys who sat out high and drunk and, and talked sexual deviant shit about music videos. All That's day. what Beavis and Bad was. All day. <laughs> All day, bro. And we literally watched this shit. They had shows on Nickelodeon called Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Come on. So so it, it, it's time for us to turn the goddamn TV off. Mm. Okay? Yeah. It's either you're going to turn the TV off or you're going to monitor who's monitoring your children. Mm. Which one? Which one you want to do? See, most parents nowadays, they look for the easy way out because most parents don't want to be parents. Yeah. Yeah. But then when a child is hurt due to their negligence, they want to blame the system. That shit got to stop. We know what the system is. We know what it's about. We know what it does. We need to stop playing with it. <clears throat> yeah. That's the goddamn problem. We can't complain. Oh, well, these TV shows need ratings. Well, how about your great-grandson was watching shit when he was little that he wasn't supposed to watch? But now you think because his son 
is watching SpongeBob and SpongeBob has a rating that there's no sexual explicit shit in there when it when it clearly is. You're right. In most cases, they'll, they'll make they'll make justifications like, well, this is for the ratings in the sake of the lack of regulations. And this is where the parents need to parent. They need to take, you know, take their time and teaching the children, hey, you see this stuff, you know, that's going on in the world. This is what's really going on. This is why, you know, they call it an idiot box. This is why they sent us outside. That was our social media, learning how to relate to people, have fun, stay fit. You know, but again, you got too many people out here getting the bag. But at what cost? Exactly. And and I'm glad you brought that point up, bro, because let's talk about D. Wade and his son. Oh, man. <laughs> and do you think that D Wade is, is doing this to his son as a way of protection? Or do you think that um this is this is just what it is? What 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 do you think, bro? Uh I can assume it's what it is because Gabrielle Rela- uh, Union runs that relationship, so anything is possible with that shit. Anything's possible. I mean, she is eating that dude's ass, holding his ankles up. So, hey, it's 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 whatever out here. <laughs> it's whatever. I, I agree. And <laughs> when when that first came out, and she said that um she was cleaning his train tracks, <laughs> I um I I. I was I was shocked because, you know, as you said, you know, as you said earlier, bro, at one point, D Wade was one of your favorite players. Yeah. And he was like that for a lot of us. Yeah. D Wade was that guy because. To us, initially, D Wade was a masculine dude. Yeah, He was cool, calm and collected and he wasn't no sucker. This yeah. is what everybody saw D-Wade to be. And then we found out that I, not only does Gabriel Union cleans his train tracks, <laughs> but this nigga gets his toenails painted different colors. Hey, hey man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we not doing and that. then we find out that his son... Gets his toenails painted. The same color as his dad. Cherry red. Man. No. So, and and, and the reason why I ask you that question, bro, is because I've heard people say that rich people find or wealthy people find or they, they go to the extreme measures to protect their children or to protect their loved ones. So do you think that because I'm noticing there's a lot of affluent black men who have these uh, gay children. Yeah. Yeah. And and, And when I say gay children, I mean actual children, not even teenagers or adults, but actual children. Do you think that they're pushing them in that in toward that forum because of fear of police brutality, the fear of um, co- consistent barriers to wealth, as far as them being um, thrown in a social in a certain social class where they know that those men in that social class are relegated to police brutality, are relegated to being killed by the police and all of those things. So do you think that they're using this as a protective measure? In in, in a twisted way, yeah. Plus, uh, in order to overcome the consistent barriers of of wealth, um, if they know certain people to get access to certain things, that's, that's the initiation point. That's that's where you gotta go through. 
because I mean, everybody think everything's cool in these uh, affluent areas. R really, you can't afford to see everything that goes on in there. Sometimes the most devious and depraved shit happens in those areas because they can afford to do it or they can afford to hide it uh, from the poorers, as they would say. <laughs> they, they, they can do that. Right, right. Because you can pretty much do anything in front of a poor person and, and, and then say, oh, you didn't see that. <laughs> so so yeah you absolutely bro absolutely and i'm glad we 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 touched on this because you know a lot of people are going to think that we're just going to be you know making fun of these types of guys on this episode but we really wanted to speak on this because we want to let you guys know that if you decide to go that way just understand that you're still being used in a narrative in a negative narrative to basically in the end destroy your image black man yeah whether you're whether you're homosexual bisexual heterosexual neosexual whatever sexual you call yourself you being a black man, you're still faced with the same thing. You're still thrown in that propaganda gamut of black men never being shit. Black men always are going to be nothing. Yeah. Man. So just understand, fellas, that um, you're not exempt because... um you chose to know how to slide down a pole <laughs> and catwalk. Okay. Uh, I, I will say this. It's like, um, and, and to your point, I want, I want the brothers who happen to take that path. Don't allow yourself to be misled by the illusion of agency under the umbrella of an agenda. Mm. You gotta be very mindful. There's still racism in that community. There's still all kinds of things being dealt with in that community. Yeah, you're still a black man, whatever capacity, but how you see yourself is not gonna be received on how they really see you. They'll treat you a different way because most don't want to face the backlash of certain groups who have power or influence. But you still, you're still a target. Your safety is still in question. And there's some, there's far too many people who forget that shit. As I said, that situation where um, <laughs> that, that Decepticon got in my car. He was literally playing with his life. Because when I when I drive, I have at least, well, my firearm and at least five blades and counting in my vehicle. Strategically placed and ready to go. So those who assume that guys on the same agenda, you're putting yourself in harm's way. Assuming that other guys are down with what you're doing. glad you spoke on that i'm glad you spoke on that because as we've been seeing on social media we've been seeing a lot of these zestianas you know coming out and supposedly exposing dudes and these dudes are getting they're, they're getting killed you know what uh sorry but that then you mentioned that like i say about six years ago Less than five minutes from where I live at, there was a Zestiana. And then you looked at the picture of, of the deceased and you could tell there was no denying what they were dealing with. But the fact that, you know, that individual was looking to out dudes out. They shot and killed this individual and left the body near the near the street right next to the fire hydrant. I can literally show you the spot where they did it. 
And it is because you you guys who partake in this zesty lifestyle, y'all y'all are being fooled by things like love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. And you trying to get clout and get all this Instagram fame for being a known zesty who outed some dudes. Yeah. And you guys are getting taken out for this. And then let's also speak on, bro, how a lot of these zestianas were created through human trafficking. Uh, go into that, man. How a lot of these young men or that you think are women mm-hmm. that are coming from these other countries, <coughs> passports, um, <laughs> they're being trafficked. These little boys mm-hmm. are being trafficked from these islands mm-hmm. and they're being presented in America as your new video chicks. Yeah as your new strippers as your new escorts Mm -hmm. so you gotta be careful fellas yeah because the 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 rise of the zestiana is real so don't think you you, you're gonna run the sasua don't think you could run the sasua down in dominican republic and um you ain't gonna you ain't gonna run into Sandy, <laughs> and his name used to be Pedro. <laughs> What's up with these names? <laughs> but there's another thing too. Um, sometimes a lot of Zestianas are raised in spite of the father or what he did or refused to do for the mother. Go mm, into that. Um, there are some mothers who get so spiteful. Like with a with a father, either he, you know, didn't like the situation and she forced him out, or he just it was a bad choice. With her refusing to take accountability, she takes it out on her son, basically sitting him around the company of women and basically programming him to be a Zestiana. Seen that a few times, even certain cousins were plugged in. Oops, that's fucked up word. But uh, <laughs> we're put in <laughs> that that environment to become that, and they and they found they got more support, praise, and things that they were lacking as a child. So that was the way to be. It's very interesting how this 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 situation comes about. There's many ways and goes into it. And look, that that's your lifestyle. That's your thing. But some. Sometimes they're, they're groomed into that. But that goes into a, a topic we're going to deal with later on about a lot of these predators. Some parents know Uncle Bad Touch and Auntie uh, Extra. They know. Facts. Facts. Or, so, or the parents themselves reach out and touch in their own. Cause we've seen that recently where chicks out there or dudes out there trying to sleep with their daughters or vice versa with the uh, mothers trying to sleep with their sons. Cause that's a genre in porn or corn, nothing fucking porn. Yeah. She goes deep. She goes deep. And we definitely going to touch on that in, the, in, oh, yeah. in another episode, but um, closing statements, bro. Uh, you and these fucking names, Starburst. I was still laughing at that one. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I want to say to the guys, this is why you need your foresight as a survival tool. Because now it's not just persistent uh, barriers of wealth or the constant threats of ex- extinction, but you could be punished by perception. But you run in this mistaken identity because you want to be a tender dick. Now, all of a sudden, you know, your reputation, your mental health and everything pertaining to you can be compromised because you're not literally feeling and seeing the situation out for what it really is. That's why we're that's why they're called Decepticons. 
it's more than meets the eye. So when you're out here in the world or just dealing with stuff, learn how to really vet people out, not just women. We talking about people in general in your circle. Just don't go by the surface and everything. Everybody that wear these masks and you got to like really see that person for who they are. And you got to see yourself what you're really about. If that's if you're on team zesty, do your thing. But we got to stop lying to ourselves out here and other people. It's my final. My final thoughts is, fellas, as my brother said, man, you have to have an active foresight. You have to really begin to understand what's going on out here, man, and understand how you are involved, whether purposely or not. You're a part of this. Your, your image is a part of this. So this is why we have to speak on this, because we need to let other men know not what's just going on out here for them, but what to look forward to dealing with their sons, what their sons are going to have to deal with, because our sons are going to have to deal with these Zestianas. Our son's going to be growing up in a world where kids like Zaya Wade is going to have is going to have say in society. Kids, kids like, like, like uh, Will Smith's kids, Willow and Jaden and Tyler, the creator, and all, all of these types of people are going to be figures in society. So as parents, especially as us being fathers, us being uncles, us being big cousins, big brothers, we're going to have to know how to guide our children, our little cousins, our little brothers who are not in that in that realm. We're going to have to teach them how to navigate. So this is why this is an important topic. This is not a, a topic to talk about to bomb on nobody's sexuality, not to clown anyone's sexuality or anything. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. It's us speaking up against my son or, or my, my, my brother here, nephews, or even his future sons, them having to uh, make a choice on, do I want to be a black man or do I want to be accepted in society? And being accepted in society for a black man is not to be what black men has always been. We're in a new day, fellas, and we got to know what's going on out here, and we have to continue to inform on what's going on out here. So shout out to everyone. Make sure y'all subscribe, hit the like button, share the show, and also let everyone know about FNP. That's Foundational Manhood Podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Foundational Manhood Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. This was episode seven. Shout out to my brother, the book of Ronin. Money world. And we will catch y'all on the next one. Peace. <laughs>